Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Sacred Books of Britney Spears. I'm Aaron, and as always, I am joined remotely by Bessie Joe. Hello. And John Wayne. Oh, hello. <laughs> and we're still under quarantine, so we're still kind of doing this remotely. Um, Bessie, how's the garden? It's flourishing from the rains. Now... The exciting thing is your bedroom will be ready tomorrow. No. Yes. So everybody, next episode, Bessie will be inside the building. She'll we'll still be separated by six feet. Um, more like six floors. Mm. But your uh yeah, we'll have your bedroom ready tomorrow. My God. So and John Wayne is still coming at us from the library. Mm-hmm. How is everybody handling the uh because obviously with as time has gone on it's kind of lonely i mean it's it's a weird thing i mean i'm kind of an introvert so i'm used to kind of being alone how are you guys handling it well i have the cats the garden cats and um once uh once in a while the groundskeeper keeps me company how's now is your boyfriend out there with you still he, the or groundskeeper Wait, where does he live then, or is he just staying out He's there staying with you? He's staying out there with me. Aw, mm-hmm. that's sweet. It's pretty nice, because it gets pretty cold at night. Yeah. that. Well, that canvas tarp. Uh, funny enough, I think there's mold growing in it. Ew. So we're having the same well, problem. Be... <laughs> I mean, you're used to it at this point, but uh, don't worry. You don't have that much longer. Uh, on Earth? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it feels like with all this fucking mold around and john wayne how are you doing how in isolation great i love it i hate people so we're good <laughs> now you had you had your girlfriend with you and then you didn't have her Correct. with you how's that going um it's fine like i'm doing good like it's fine for me well, how's she doing? I think she's getting stir crazy. Is she? Yeah. She just keeps making eggs and she doesn't have anyone to give them to. It's kind of Pretty selfish much. of her to purchase all the eggs in the grocery store and hoard them at the at this time. I mean, you know, people have their things, you know, I'm not going to judge her for that. So in a in our continuing quest to learn more about ourselves, I have another sort of icebreaker question. Our continuing um, quest to find ourselves? A series, yeah. you know, of learning more about yeah. ourselves. So question to everybody. What is the most annoying habit that someone can have? I feel like John Wayne has many <laughs> that he's thinking of, and he's trying to narrow it down. That is a fact. (laughs) Most annoying. Can I go with least annoying? (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe littering. Mm, Or honking. If you're a honker, I get really upset. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that is pretty annoying. So being honked at. Does that just... It's a, it can ruin my morning. <laughs> really? And I get honked at a lot. When was... 
Oh, do, well, right, because you worry about hitting mm-hmm. someone. So th- are you a very, mm-hmm. very cautious, defensive driver? Very cautious and slow. I've noticed that when I've been in the car with you, <laughs> that oftentimes people who are walking are faster than us because you're so cautious. Yeah, because I want... If I accidentally hit a walking person, I want them to be going faster than I am. So physically, I cannot hurt them. Well, and also then that means that you probably get more damage on your car than they do. Yes. And I'd, I'd prefer that. So, John Wayne, what what's the most annoying habit a person can have? As far as like personal habits go, I think one of the ones which I don't even think this is their fault. I think it's just being in a quiet room, but like a loud eater really annoys the fuck out of me. Now, you brought this up before because you felt strongly and you said you had to have a conversation with your girlfriend because she's a loud eater. And then I said, you have misophonia, which is. That's when you like it, though, isn't it? No, it's when you no. handle the sound of someone eating is misophonia. Yeah. I guess. I don't. I mean, it doesn't make me rage quit or anything, but I don't know. I just can't. I just can't stand it. Loud smacking. Now, is it all types of eating? Or, like, for example, is it someone eating chips? Or is it someone smacking their chili? <laughs> I don't think chips, I don't know, chips might annoy me too if I'm just sitting there trying to watch something and someone's just crunching down. Yeah. I bet if I'm watching something, hopefully I would just turn it up or it'd be loud enough where I would just kind of drown it out. (laughs) I mean, that's not a... I I have the opposite problem where uh, I don't like it when you're too quiet when you're eating. Mm, When I can't hear you. Mm Mm-hmm. Because then it makes me self-conscious about my eating. Yeah. My chomping. My my chili slapping. Interesting. Oh, are you a loud eater? I don't know. I don't know. I just am very self-conscious of it if I'm surrounded by quiet eaters. Okay. That makes sense. I've never been told I was a loud eater. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. I got a story. When... I was a kid, like seven. My brother had a friend over for lunch, and we were eating lunch, and I had a cold, so I could only breathe through my mouth. And I started eating, but I had to have my mouth open because I couldn't breathe (laughs) through my nose. And Uh my brother's friend, who was a guest, yelled at me and said how impolite I was for not closing my mouth while I'm eating because it's loud and gross. And my sister stood up for me and said, she has a cold. And he got very embarrassed. And I felt pretty good. I mean, if you're a guest, you just sit. You 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 know what I mean? You just shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. And say thank you for your lunch. What was his name? I don't remember. I feel like his name was Cody or something. Uh well, hey, Cody, if you're out there, <laughs> I think for me personally, it's people who don't text back. 
What's that in the garden? Parrots. Oh, wow. Do they talk? No. I mean, to each other, but they don't do the whole Polly want a cracker bullshit. I should ha- I should go out there more. I really don't know that much about the garden. <laughs> you don't. I mean, there's parrots, there's cats, there's a good-looking groundskeeper. Like, I really don't. You stay away from him. <laughs> no, I'm not that type. Um, Yet. Lies. <laughs> no, I'm not the type that goes after someone else's groundskeeper. Yet. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? You yet? haven't seen him yet. Oh, but that's you fair. Okay. Yeah, this. this. Well, then we'll just then we'll just thumb wrestle. But um, is that what you call it nowadays? <laughs> I think for me, yeah my my biggest thing is communication, oh. especially now. And I and I think that's become more amplified now with everything that's going on because you know, and I know that this is really trite, and now we're going to kind of get into the serious corner. But I know that some people can't reply right away or call, or they don't like to talk on the phone, but I don't know. There's just something about us as humans connecting and talking that it just feels kind of hurtful when people that that's, that's funny because I cannot stand talking on my phone. Not, not even like my best friend will text me and I won't reply for two days. And I feel I don't feel terrible, but I know there are people like you out there who are thinking that I'm ignoring you, but I'm not. I'm just like I just it, it, it doesn't feel like a connection to me. It feels weird to me. It feels. Yeah. Farce. Yeah. So, Mike, I, I guess it's because I get I get all my energy and connection through face to face touch, all that shit. So. Yeah, that's why. Now, I, I, I will say, as an irony, I'm actually a terrible texter. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm great. You know, I answer the phone, I pick it up. Da 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 da. da. I'm not. But the only reason I, and I'll admit this to anyone out there that's listening, the only reason I would say that I'm a terrible texter, a, if I'm busy at the moment, like now, if I'm doing deliveries on my bike. I might not always be able to text right away. And two, I try to Whoa, think of something clever to reply. To two? <laughs> <laughs> a two and C. <laughs> I'm so sorry for interrupting your list, but I, <laughs> that was bad. I actually that's okay. It actually helped me realize my second thing that, I, that annoys me about people. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll just leave. Wait, really? Is interrupting? The- no, 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 no. I was teasing. I just meant, yeah, when, because I try to think of something clever to say and then I'll forget. But then I go through this spiral of, well, I can't text them now because it's been four days and, you know, oh, I, I still awkward. apologize when I don't text back right away. I always say. Yeah. I apologize for the delay. <laughs> Here's <Yeah>. my answer. <laughs> I need to just start saying I apologize for the delay rather than trying to, thi- trying, like, to think trying to go through excuse. some of some excuse. Yeah, some random excuse generator. No, oh, sorry. You do not need an excuse. You do not need an excuse to not answer. You just say, "Hey, I'm sorry if this delay hurt you." Uh, anyway, 
yes, I do love deviled eggs. Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) And now that my personal life is pretty busy, forget about it. I might not even say sorry for the delay. I'll just say thanks for the deviled eggs two weeks later. (laughs) Well... Hey, everybody out there listening, what are what are annoying habits? I mean, I guess I probably could have picked a more positive question, but anyway, what are some annoying habits that people have that you What's find? What's some shit that bothers um, you? <laughs> hey, look, we've all been on quarantine for a month. I'm sure people can list out very easily oh. some things that they need to get off their chest. Yeah, I guess I guess my gr- the gal I'm seeing, I guess she has... Uh, I guess her roommate, uh, or I guess it's not a roommate, her family. I guess her family member, one of them, um, doesn't like using headphones. Like like the big ones or headphones in general? Just hand, headphones in general. And I guess she talks on, uh, so I guess it's her sister. I guess her sister talks on the phone to her friends all the time and doesn't use headphones. So it's always like on speakerphone. Oh, and so she hears uh, like the entire conversation and sh- it's like super loud. Like, so there's like no like um, privacy and there's no um, like way to get away from hearing or someone talking on the phone. Also, when they talk shit about that person in the house, you can I mean, hear if everything. If they do, then yeah. <clears throat> so today, everybody, we're going to be doing book one, chapter 13. Autumn goodbye. Who the fuck is Autumn? Well, is that like I guess we're gonna find. Is that like bye boy? Like, is that what it, is that the phrase? Bye boy. Boy bye. Oh boy, boy bye. bye. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> boy bye. Yeah, that's it. There it is. Yeah. Okay, everybody. So today we're gonna be doing book one, chapter thirteen. Oh. Nope. Let's do that again. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Book one, chapter 13, Autumn Goodbye. And who's Autumn? We don't know. What did she do? We'll find out. We're approaching this incorrectly. I think she's talking about the season, and I didn't want to have to point that out this early, but I think that's where we're going with this. You never know. It's always up for interpretation. I mean, because I've been talking about interpretation. It begins, I never promised you a happy ending. You never said you wouldn't make me cry, but summer love will keep us warm long after our autumn goodbye, autumn goodbye, autumn goodbye. What, is she going off to college or something? Is she getting on the yellow school bus because it's, it's fall now? <laughs> is she going well, to boarding school? All right, how are we doing? <laughs> so, what, what, how do you what do you take away from that first uh, stanza? Oh, and excuse me for being too, uh, uh, how you say, peaking, loud. <laughs> um, well, see, this is a fun one because we're getting back to our goddess who is sort of in control. Because think of all these past chapters where she's pining after someone or she wants someone or she misses someone or she's crazy for someone. And this is one where she's saying, look, person, boy, whoever, I never promised you a happy ending. Okay. 
You never said you wouldn't make me cry. Hey, but summer love will keep us warm long after our autumn goodbye, autumn goodbye. She's so it's like, look, <laughs> spend some time with yourself. Have fun with our memories. Do you buy she's having fun with the memories or is she like, take those memories. Don't care. Boy. Bye. Well, she does answer it here in this next section. I think oh, lucky. your lucky question <laughs> thinking of you and the love of our lives in the sweet summertime. So sad, but true. So true. So true. We must leave it behind in our heart, in our mind from April through September. Bittersweet was the love that we shared don't forget, I remember. Uh, I mean, she's being very specific here, okay? That period of time where we were together from April to September, mm. it was great. It was awesome. Bittersweet. I'm not going to forget you. Boy, bye. And she's saying, I'm not going to forget what you did to me. Yeah. And obviously he, you know what? It, I suspect it's also a thing because it's clear, even from the very first line, I never promised you a happy ending. So obviously he wanted a happy ending. Did she mess up? Well, no, he wanted a happy ending. And she was just like, hey, look, I never promised you a happy ending. Okay. So get your mind out of the oh, gutter. Oh, relax. Is, I never promised okay. you my butt. No, happy ending is a hand job. Is it? Like. In massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why would that, why would that move be called a happy ending? Because that, that to me sounds like first base. Why would? Well, if you're, job... if you're getting a massage from a stranger, it's just a finishing move. Yeah. It ends with a happy ending, which is a a, a tug job. Well, women can get a happy ending, or a rub job. I. I think you know. it's because it's not implied like when you get a massage, like a happy ending. It's not going to end with sex. So what's the happiest yeah. way it could end? With a little... Well, I, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying if we want to go big, why doesn't it end with sex? Got it. I mean, you're already pretty intimate. That makes sense. Yeah, well, yeah because that's illegal. You can't have sex with people. Well, do you think well, jobs are legal? Yeah, yeah, they are legal. Yeah, you can give a tug job. Yeah, that's definitely legal. Is it written on yeah. the spa menu when you walk in? Yeah, sometimes. Hmm. Happy I wonder ending. how much well, so, well, you know how like there's that one um, place that makes the burritos and you go and you say, hey, can I also get guacamole? And every single time they say, hey, you know, that's extra, right? It's like, yes. I know it's extra. You've got signs everywhere. Guacamole's extra. It's. I think it's the same thing when you go to the spa. You know, it's like, can I get this deep tissue, coconut oil, happy ending? Hey, you know that's extra. Yes, I know it's extra. Yes, you've got signs everywhere. You know, happy endings extra. You'd be surprised <laughs> how really? cheap it really is. <laughs> no, not just that, but I mean, you'd be surprised whenever. Uh, whenever you received a happy ending no 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 <laughs> I've, yes, John. I've been in restaurants with people and and gotten a happy ending no this Sorry. is in regards to your guacamole Sorry. bit oh got it people okay. will be like 
oh yeah, the you know the sour cream's gonna be a dollar fifty more, and they're like, uh, I'm good. Some mm. people care, and people would be irate if you charge them for sour cream and didn't and tell. Didn't them. tell. So yes, I think she was promised. I think he expected a happy ending, at least for free. And she said, "No, I never. Pro- I never said that. You know, definitely not for free, baby." So, yeah, and I mean, she's saying, "Hey, thinking of you, the love of our lives." I mean, is it? So, have you guys ever experienced something like that, where you had a relationship for a period of time, and then something happened, whether it was school or work, and then? You had to separate? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, looks like today will be a quick one then. Um, Oh, I just... (laughs) (laughs) You mean like... No. Well, okay. I've I've got an example. So I was dating someone. We were very young. He was very, very smart. And he... um, While I was still in high school, he was actually in college. He was actually... He was a little bit older than I was. And um, he got a job offer in New York City. And he asked if I would go with him. And I said, I can't. I'm, you know, I'm really getting into this whole church thing. And, you know, we're really big in L.A. And I really want to, you know, see where that takes me in the city of angels. And we had to break up, you know, because he had this amazing opportunity in North City. And we tried to do long distance, you know. How long were you doing long distance before you broke up? Uh, a week, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it was even just a couple phone calls. Yeah. You start to realize that this just isn't going to work. Yeah. You know, I'm a very hands on person. Yeah. Like I'm the type of person where I do promise the happy ending. Mm. You know, I'm very hands on. Yeah. And so it just became clear that this just was going to be tr- like right now. Like, I mean, I know you have the groundskeeper out there with you, John Wayne. I don't know how you're doing it because, yeah, I'm just not the type now, I guess in a pandemic, it's kind of different because it's not really, you know, you're all kind of there going through no it. There are no books on this, how-to books. That's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So it just, it was just, and we would still see each other because his family, I mean, his life was out here. So he would still come out here every once in a while. And it was always one of those things where if he wasn't seeing anybody and I wasn't seeing anybody. You happened to live in the same town. Yeah, and he, we had a night free and, you know, but then other times, you know, we couldn't because, yeah, he'd be seeing someone or I'd be seeing someone and, you know. Just terrible timing. Yeah, and and our life just feels like that. It just a, feels like a series of terrible timings. And I feel like something good will happen in the end. Well, no, he died. Uh, is, this, is this Jacob or is this another... <laughs> No, no, this is someone else. Jesus Christ. Um, so she continues, memories can make, they can make, but my heart has a place for the smile on your face. And maybe someday, someday, someday we can be more than friends. Love will find us again. Red leaves and blue tomorrows. Mm. Time will give back the love that we shared on the time that we borrowed. Um. That's a tricky one. It can be confusing. Um, Bessie Joe, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> so, 
I remember the lines. <laughs> autumn trees in blue tomorrow. Autumn today, gold today, blue tomorrow. Is that what it is? Close. How did that, how yeah. did that bus feel? That bus? Yeah, the one you just got thrown under? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, okay. Mm. Memories can make. I'm here. They can, oh, you're there. Memories okay. can make. They can make. Well, my heart has a place. Yeah, I remember, but my heart has a place for a smile. It sounds like she's almost like a mother saying goodbye to her son. As her son goes to British boarding school. That's my take. <laughs> British boarding school. Very specific. <laughs> Yeah, very, then it's a very specific. Then the part time when she says we can be more than friends, love will find us again. Yeah, more than friends, mother and mm-hmm. son. Ah, got it, got it. That is more Which than friends. Is, if that's more than friends, that's true. That is true. That's more than friends. It's family. Mm-hmm. So. And that's what I think. She's yeah, referring to. I think she's referring to her future self as a mother to one of her sons. Mm. Gotcha. This so, reminds me of this reminds me of Summer Loving. Well, I was gonna say your green screen behind mm-hmm. you, it um every time you move, it it like messes up the edge, so it looks like you're in some sort of green screen scenario, like it's not real. Yes, no, that's true. It's I am, like Summer I, Love isn't real. I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is false. Summer love is real. I feel more in love during the summer. I don't know about you. Maybe because is it the heat? Maybe because I'm happier. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm not happy well, in the summer. It's always so hot. I'm okay with the heat. That's probably because we haven't gotten your air conditioning fixed. Mm. Um, I think you have the only room that doesn't have air conditioning in the church. Ugh. Yeah, and I'm so acclimated to the cold that. When winter comes, yeah, I quite enjoy it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she continues, you know, and just to make it clear to this person, look, I never promised you a happy ending. Okay. You never said you wouldn't make me cry, mm. but hey, dude, our summer love will keep us long after our autumn goodbye. Autumn goodbye, autumn goodbye. And just in case you didn't hear it th- the third time, I never promised you a happy ending. You never said you wouldn't make me cry, but summer love will keep us warm long after. Uh, autumn goodbye, autumn goodbye, autumn goodbye. Yeah, he's going Do you ever have it. to tell someone? Yeah, do you ever have to tell someone like, well, that would especially be weird if, if ma, you know, if you're telling your son, your kid, hey, <laughs> I, never, I never said you were getting a happy ending. I'm your mother. Right. Okay. This world isn't fair. Best, it's best that you learn this lesson now, Otis. Now you're not going to get. Now put on your tambourines. Get on that school bus and go to boarding school. Autumn goodbye. I mean, that's definitely one. That's definitely one way to look at it. Yeah. The way to look at it. Yeah. Hey, that's a way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, from April through September, bittersweet was the love that we shared. Don't forget, I remember. What a weird thing to say to someone, 
you know, as you're breaking up or sending them off to school or, you know, however you're parting ways in the fall to say, Hey, that time that we spent was bittersweet. Hey, don't worry. I won't, I'll, I won't forget. I mean, how insecure must that other person be for you to have to constantly remind them, look, I'm not going to forget. Okay. Relax. Pretty insecure. Or have a terrible memory. <laughs> That's true. Maybe he had, maybe, yeah, maybe they had amnesia. Um, thoughts, John Wayne? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like you guys really reach in here. You feel like we're reaching? Oh, well then please chime in. No, I'm just, I just, I, I think it's just simple. I think it's just, I think it's just uh, summer romance. She had a summer romance and that was it. She's like, we're good. I never, I'm never promised this would be more than what it was. I.e. the happy ending. And she's like, it was just a, it was a summer fling, babe. Peace out. Do, do you think you have to have, do you think there's a responsibility to say, Hey, this is just a fling. Like, do you feel like you owe it to the other person to say, Hey, just so you know, I'm all about flinging. I, I'm not about, I think, I think. I think it makes the relation. I think it's it's communication. I think communication helps with everything. If you're more clear about what something is, then there's less feelings that are hurt, or there's more, you know, and everyone understands when it's done. Like, you might still be sad, like you might still cry, you might still be hurt, but the thing is, you knew what was coming, and you. It's kind of like it's kind of like protecting. It's kind of like when if someone was like, "Hey, this is this is just." We're just, this is just sex. And they're like, yeah, I know. Hmm. But someone usually, if someone has sex a lot, like, then someone usually gets attached. It's just, it's inevitable. It's because sex is, can be a very emotional thing for some people. And you just, you, you can't help but get attached to that person. And somebody, sometimes people have a long, long arm that they can keep people away, but some people don't. And they're just like, Oh wow! I really fell for this portion, even though we were just having sex and we talked about it. Oh well, so sorry. But when it's said and done, you're like, "Well, I knew, I knew, I knew what it was. That's my bad." Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you didn't talk about it, so- then someone's getting like, "Like, wait, what's happening? I thought we were having fun." And they're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't. I was not clear." No. Yeah. yeah. So either way, I mean, if someone afterwards, yeah, sure. I mean, that's, it's kind of inevitable. Like I said, people get attached. It's can't help that. So are you saying that people who have short arms are at a disadvantage? Yes. In these situations? Absolutely. If you're a T-Rex, you're just fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Hey, that's a great insight. I think that it is definitely important. Hey, for, for our listeners out there, he makes a good point. Communication is the key. Okay, if you don't communicate, it's a summer fling. And then all of a sudden they're talking about the size of their ring finger and what they want on their wedding band. That's your fault because you weren't clear. Right. Is that what we're all saying? Mm-hmm. I guess so. <laughs> I, cool. I guess so. Okay. <laughs> well, win. she finishes up. She finishes off from April. Th- oh, I said that. She finishes off. We leave behind the sum, my time, 
our hearts, our minds, they will remind, we won't forget, the day we met, the day we both cried, ooh, Autumn, goodbye. And again, just like to be crystal, dude, stop asking because I never promised you a happy ending. Okay. You never said you wouldn't make me cry. Okay. Our summer love will keep us warm long after autumn. Goodbye, autumn. Goodbye, autumn. Goodbye. So yeah, this is just one of those interesting chapters where she's, you know, it's kind of a different take. It's not always about, you know, she feels like she matured in this song like this song yeah. sounds more mature of her like the other one she's like uh-huh. uh, woe is well, me I think she, well the chapters are showing her growth evolution with crushes and loves i think we're yeah. now seeing an older wintry side of her yeah Yes. The yeah. No, that's a good coming point. of age. Because if if it's um, said to be correct, this this uh, this scripture uh, this is early on when she's like young, right? She was a younger Brittany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is she so still a would... minor? Um, she's still a. I think she's still a minor during all of this. Um. So, what do you take away from this, Aaron? <laughs> John Wayne. Oh, um, yeah. What John Wayne said that this is, you know, sort of a, a, a sign of her growth because think about it. If all of these other chapters were, were summer, this is, you know, cause we're getting close to wrapping up this book and this is her saying, okay, you know what? Look, we need to have a talk. Okay. We need to lay out a couple. So, okay. We got to lay out a couple things here. One, I never promised you a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Two, you've got our memories. Hey. You can use our memories Two. to keep you. You can use our memories to keep you warm long after. C, here's the thing. I know it might've been bittersweet. It doesn't matter. Uh, star symbol. You also can keep in mind that, hey, uh, star while, while, Asterix, while it may have ended now, we you, you'll always have our memories. I think that's you know more and more like a Jewish mom sending her kid to boarding school. So I still stand by my <laughs> take on this chapter. <laughs> well, I think that I think it's a matter of context clues. I think everybody can look at the context clues and maybe take away from themselves. You know, maybe it means a little bit something to them. But I think it's it's definitely goodbye. Yeah, it's definitely her saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. Whether or not the, you know, you take away that it's a mother sending her kids away or it's a girl sending her boyfriend away or whoever, it's, you know, it's a goodbye. And goodbyes are tough. Usually, I mean, well, not what I mean is that if it's not, it doesn't sound to me like Brittany is upset. I think she's more upset that this dude is like letting it drag on. It doesn't sound like she's trying to be like, look, dude, we have our memories. You can use those memories to keep you warm like a canvas in the garden. Sounds, you know, like a tarp. Like a, oh, like a tarp. Huh? It, it sounds like a wiser version of the other song. Yeah. Chapters. Yeah. Like she's grown. So that's what, yeah, that's how I, that's what I take I out of it. You know, we're doing some growing ourselves. We are. Um, well, that was that. That was that. (laughs) Well, everybody, I hope you were able to get something out of that. Um, 
We have a we still have a few more weeks of quarantine, so everybody stay safe. Stay safe. Please follow <laughs> Yes, follow your guidelines. We want we we're very excited for when the church opens back up. Now our church is taking, you know, kind of a common sense approach. So we're still doing some you know what? We haven't even talked about I guess we'll have to save that for the next episode because um what we're gonna start doing is we're gonna start doing remote churching. Church service. Yeah, we haven't talked about that, but we finally got the technology together. So by the next episode, we'll be able to talk about it, um, which is ironic because we've been doing remote podcasting. I don't know why we didn't think of remote servicing well, sooner. We've been doing some remodeling in the church and everyone's That's been true. busy and everyone has been grateful. Everyone has been patient. We're okay. Thank you, everybody. Uh <laughs> You can find us, you know, social media, www.brittanydo. You can email us, www.brittanydo at gmail.com. Uh, please email us your thoughts, um, anything, just anything. Just send us something. And, yeah, so everybody have a good week. Safe week. A lovely, comfortable, cozy, lazy week. Peaceful. That would be nice. Yeah. Peaceful. Or peaceful, whatever. <laughs> peaceful like the gardens, like the birds chir- your garden the garden sounds so peaceful. The birds chirping, cats meowing. This is the best time of day with their sun. Yeah. I guess day um, is the best part and not night. <laughs> well everybody, I guess that's it. Uh bye Pissy Joe. Goodbye, Aaron. I'll see you. Bye, Sean Wayne. Bye, A.A. Ron, because you don't hear that ever. <laughs> not ever. Not, not, I mean, not today I haven't, but it's also only. And you're well, also in new. quarantines. Gotcha, uh, Wes. <laughs> well. Another week. I guess that's that. That is that. I have to run and make a call real quick. Oh, my God. That reminds me. I forgot to tell you some. Oh, my God. Um. So the most amazing thing happened. I was just, I was. Oh, what a jerk. What a jerk. What a jerk. What a move. (laughs) Well, I love you. (laughs) I love you. Thankfully, our audio is still going. So you know what? Can you still hear him? No, because he disconnected also. He disconnected the, what a dick. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to have this be the ending of the episode. And, so and we're going to see if he listens. Okay. We're going to see. Okay. 